Hello and welcome to Beer and Money, a financial fireside chat for tech professionals. We work to simplify your finances so that you can enjoy your life. Now here are your hosts, Ryan Burkwell and Alex Collins. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Beer and Money. I am your host, Ryan Burkwell. With me, as always, Alex. I like to say it depends, Collins. That's because it does depend, right? Yes, everything depends. So today's conversation, what we thought we would talk about is we get when I have a conversation with anyone, it could be a friend, it could be someone I meet in the street and they and they are talking to me about what I do. A common question that I get is, well, when should you start working with an advisor? Well, the easy answer here is not, it depends, it's today. Right. I mean, you could compare it to when should you be working out, right? When should I be going to the gym? We all know the answer is now, but let's just face it. Like, let's look at it from a reality standpoint. Unless that's a priority for you, it's just not going to get done. And and that's not to, to denigrate the people that aren't making finance a priority. We understand, like, life is happening. Life's happening. Business is happening. And so, really, you're right. It becomes as soon as you're ready to have a conversation and make putting yourself in a better financial position a priority, that's when the conversation should start. And so that's the easy answer. The other thing that I, I feel as though we should be speaking into is, okay, if you're looking at working with a financial advisor, and let me back up and let's define a financial advisor for what you and I are talking about. We're defining financial advisor as someone that is looking at your finances holistically, and that's looking at your investments in terms of managing money. That's also looking at uh, protecting that's also look at paying down debts, and that's also looking at cash flow. Yeah, and you bring up a good point, Ryan. We have to define what financial advisor means to us because everyone walking around has a different view or a different idea or concept of what a financial advisor is, does, and how they act. And my experience is that whatever a client walks in the door with, Nine times out of 10, that's not what I do. Right. And it's just their perception of what they consider as a financial advisor. So again, that was our definition of financial advisor. So that's what we mean when we say that in this podcast and and really moving forward. So let's talk about, look at it from the standpoint of if you or I, Alex, were going to go hire a financial advisor, and to some degree we have, and that's really each other, we both look at each other's balance sheets and and know how that looks. So if we're looking for a financial advisor, what should we be looking for? First and foremost, you want to make sure that you've got a good relationship and a good rapport that you click with whomever you're hiring. This person is going to become somebody who is integral to your financial success. And a lot of that means making sure that you're in maybe not constant contact, but you're 
talking with this person at least once a year, if not, things are going to fall through the cracks. Well, I would say that just make sure that you, the two of you have, or the four of you, depending on how this is all set up, you know, husband, wife, two advisors, how it's all set up, more of managing expectations. What is the advisor's expectation of the client and what is the client's expectation of the advisor? Yeah, and making sure that you've got a level of trust and confidence in that advisor that you're, you don't want to roll your eyes and sigh every time you have to go see and talk with that advisor. No, that would not be a good relationship to have, especially with this, you know, to some degree, the, the financial advisor all kind of has your financial life in their hands, right? And you want to make sure you're in concert and you're you're on the same page. Yeah, 100%. So want to make sure we have good rapport and we get along, right? That's step one. Step two is, I would say, philosophy conversation. And it's more of what is that advisor's philosophy with finance and with, with money? How do they help their clients? What's their philosophy around that? And does that match A, what you're looking for, and then B, your individual philosophy? Well, and, and how that philosophy came to be. What is it grounded upon? How did they get to holding that philosophy? Does it change? What is it that, that they're actually doing for their clients and making sure that you have a, a clear understanding of how they work with their clients and what they're going to do for you and how they reached the decisions of doing those things for their clients. And then I would say number three is what's their process? What is it you're actually getting yourself into? Let's just call that, call it what it is, right? So hopefully the financial advisor has a process in terms of, you know, what they take their clients through and it might be the similar process for every client, but the, obviously the strategies or the end result or the end plan is going to be different, obviously, from client to client. Because it depends. Yes. So that's a huge piece around process. What is it you're getting yourself into? Well, and you shouldn't necessarily be afraid of process. The If you're working with a high-level advisor – it's going to take some time it, and if you're if you've got any kind of complexity to your situation it's going to take time to think through these things walk through these things change the paradigm that you have with money figure out like why we're doing what ground it in academics and show the math behind it that's going to take some time and it's important to walk through this stuff to the level that you're comfortable with the understanding. I mean, there's this old adage of garbage in, garbage out. If you don't spend time, you know, putting together the plan, it shouldn't be shocking that there's not a whole lot of results that come out of the plan. Right. That whole blueprint of a home before actually building the home. So I want to give a, a couple of examples of what we're talking about here. Um, when you think of a financial advisor and what they do, right, there, there are plenty of financial advisors out there that hold themselves out to be doing that. But what is their process? Allowing you, them to speak into their philosophy and their process should allow you, the client, 
to actually experience what it is that they're going to be talking to you about. So for instance, if you're talking to a financial advisor that their main background is in life insurance and they're taking you through a process that is built only around insurance products, that might be what you're looking for. How do they correlate that with the investment side? So it's important to understand where that dichotomy is and how the financial advisor builds that into their process. Yeah. Uh, again, one of the things that, that we've talked about quite a bit is creating financial balance and making sure that you are using the right strategies first and foremost. And then once you've decided what strategies you're using, now what fits into that those strategies and making sure that you have an understanding that investments are not insurance and insurance is not investments. And then specifically looking into, okay, so if they, if they do happen to do insurance and investments, uh, a question to ask is, are they a captive advisor? Meaning, can they only offer one company's products? Yeah, you really want to understand how the person is licensed, what companies they represent, how they select the companies that they do, and, and get a sense of, of who they are and how they provide advice. Yeah, and, and that's not to say a captive agent or advisor isn't any better or any worse than another advisor. It's just important for you to understand that what it is they're going to be offering you. Correct. So just wanted to add that, that bit that that is a, a big difference in advisors that are out there around how what products they offer and how they look at those in general. You know, you don't want to I would think you wouldn't want to work with an advisor that is, for instance, only working with annuities, and that's what they're trying to offer is annuities. Not that annuities are bad, but what is the overall scope of their practice, and how do they put that into your personal financial plan? Yeah, it's it's finding that right balance where you need to make sure that you're you're working with someone who's an expert in the things that they're talking about and at the same time hasn't become so specific that they're only dealing with one product you, know, you brought up uh, annuities for example um, you, you wouldn't also I would also suggest you don't want to deal with somebody who who does only investments right? they need to be able to, to speak into multiple different areas and be able to help craft an overall plan and an overall strategy creating balance. Or if you do, let's just say you do have that advisor, Alex, that, that only does investments. Let's just say they're really good at it, right? They build portfolios out, they're efficient, they're, you know, fee drag, all that kind of fun stuff that should make a really good financial advisor on the investment side. Who is the quarterback looking at your entire portfolio? So who is the one that knows your protection aspect, your asset aspect, your liabilities aspect, and the cash flow aspect? that can bring in that investment specialist, right? So it doesn't have to be one or none, but there should be a financial quarterback, if you will, of the entire picture. Yeah, right, and high net worth individuals oftentimes wind up getting a very specialized team where you're bringing in multiple different advisors. And we, we again, we're using the term advisors fairly loosely here. Um, we're using it mostly in the context of financial advisor, there are a couple other advisors that a well-rounded team is going to absolutely need, uh, an accountant, an attorney. You're also going to need other uh, financial professionals 
like a home and auto insurance agent, a mortgage broker, a real estate agent, depending upon what you're what you're doing and how you're how you're actually building your plan. Most of the time you wind up with a team of professionals and you're right for high net worth people. Oftentimes they do wind up with an investment specialist and you need to have someone who is is really a planner that's overseeing the the entire plan. I want to make sure we add a piece there while high net worth people to your point has that specialist, if you will, that doesn't mean that everyone shouldn't also have a team of professionals working around them to, to, to help them with their finances. Cause in the end, whether or not you like it or not, you're going to have a team of professionals. You just maybe didn't look at that particular piece of your financial picture, right? Because most people have an auto and home insurance person. You know, it might just be a Geico, it might be an online service, but that's still the professional service that you've identified to protect your cash flow. Right. What you're talking about is how coordinated that team is. It might be that you've got siloed decisions going on where each one of these decisions winds up being an individual decision. And that's really where we typically see clients running into, into issues is having a series of uncorrelated financial tactics, uh, a financial junk drawer, if you will, as opposed to you know, having that quarterback oversee the entire plan and create a strategy for how each one of these different components uh, fits together. All right. So we've just spent a lot of time on that. I want to make sure we, we clarify what we're talking about here is just make sure that you understand the person that you're hiring, will they interact with the other professionals in your portfolio? And then probably what's on everyone's mind is, okay, what's this going to cost me? Right? So it's important to understand how that professional is going to charge you. Right. And typically the way that it, well, there's several ways you could be charged. It could just be a fee only type service. Right. Could be, could be, it could be based on commissions from products. Uh, It could be a assets under management type of model where they charge a fee um, inside the the assets that they're managing um, over the, over the lifetime, or it could be some combination of all three of those. Right. And so it's just important, not that any one of those is better than the other, I would state. It's more of how does that fit with you and are you okay with that and understanding how you're paying them and what value are you getting from that? Yeah, that's the critical component right there is is understanding and making sure that you're driving value. Uh, For us, we use a combination method where we charge clients a fee. We manage assets and charge a, an assets under management. And there certainly are some products out there that we use that are, are commission-based. You know, from our standpoint, we want to make sure that we've got access to the right situa- right product for our client's situation. We really are, for the most part, fee agnostic. We don't care what structure. We care about having the best thing for our client. Well, and in the end, our point is our clients know what they're paying for. And our job is to provide that value. And I tell every one of my clients, if you're not getting value from working with us, fire us. Like, otherwise, why are you paying us? Right? Like, if, if you hired someone to come do your lawn and they're not doing the lawn to your standards or they're not doing it at all, are you really going to keep paying them? 
you shouldn't. So <laughs> take that same approach, right? It's going to be a different relationship, most likely, although some people have really good relationships with their gardeners or whatnot. But it's still important that, you know, in the end, I'm being hired for a service and I care deeply about my clients and, and their well-being. But I, I want to make sure I'm providing the value for my clients and making sure that they feel um, complete in terms of what they're paying for us for, for. Yeah. And again, that almost brings us full circle back to when should you start working with an advisor? And the answer is when you're ready, because there is cost both in money and time and energy to get this stuff tackled. If you're not ready to, to put out time, energy, and money to, to tackle your finances, it's not the right time to work with an advisor. Ultimately building, working with an advisor while there's a cost, there should wind up being a net negative cost to you. If your advisor isn't adding value, that's not a healthy relationship for, for you to be in or pursuing, whether it's with us or anybody else out there in the industry. So quick review, four items you should be considering uh, when you do start to look for a uh, financial advisor is, do you get along with the advisor, right? Like how does that, how does their, how is their mannerisms and how they speak sit with you? Well, in addition to that, also making sure that you've got trust and, and confidence in them. Right. And that's part of that rapport that, that we're talking about there. Philosoph- what's their philosophy? Does that match yours? What's their process? Are you okay with their process? And, and really kind of find out the details of that. And what's the cost? And really, I wouldn't say itemize, but compare cost versus value. Is that what you're, you're looking to get? Yeah. Like, like we were talking about, understanding the cost structure and making sure it's, it fits with what you're looking for. Going cheap on this is not necessarily the, the best route. I mean, just like a car, you're going to get what you pay for and and make sure that what is being delivered to you is what you're actually after and and what you're seeking. Way different than a car because this is your financial life and lifestyle at at stake. It's not a vehicle, but solid point. Driving a Mercedes S-Class is way different than driving the Yugo. So (laughs) maybe a little bit, maybe. So I hope you got some value out of today's podcast. Uh, please, if you have not uh, gone into iTunes and posted a review of us and make it four five stars. Also, go to our website. And if you have any uh, topics or questions on your mind, feel free to email us those topics and questions. We'll talk about those in a later podcast. And have yourself a good rest of your day. Cheers. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not to be construed as tax, legal, or investment advice. Although the information has been gathered from sources believed to be reliable, please note that individual situations can vary. Therefore, the information should be relied upon only when coordinated with individual professional advice. 
guest speakers and their firms are not affiliated with or endorsed by Park Avenue Securities, Guardian, or Quantified Financial Partners, and opinions stated are their own. Guardian, its subsidiaries, agents, and employees do not provide tax, legal, or accounting advice. Consult your tax, legal, or accounting professional regarding your individual situation. Financial balance is a service mark of the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America. Guardian, New York, New York, 10004. Copyright 2019, Guardian. Ryan and Alex are registered representatives and financial advisors of Park Avenue Securities, LLC. OSJ 3585 Maple Street, number 140, Ventura, California, 909-399-1100. Securities products and advisory services offered through Park Avenue Securities, member FINRA, SIPC. Financial representatives of the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America, Guardian, New York, New York. Park Avenue Securities is an indirect, fully-owned subsidiary of Guardian. Quantified Financial Partners is not an affiliate or subsidiary of Park Avenue Securities or Guardian. Number 2019-83240, expiration 07-2021.